Welcome to Esther Illusions. We are continuing our Sundance coverage. We have another short film and one that uh, is, is very timely right now. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It's called Doublespeak. And um, it, it's really a powerful uh, commentary on today's uh, with the Me Too move- movement and all sorts of uh, uh, raising awareness of workplace discrimination and whatnot. Uh, we have the director, Hazel McKibben, and the star, Angela Wong Carbone. Uh, Hazel and Angela, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and then also just a little bit about the film? Um, yeah, thank you so much for having us. Um, I'm Hazel McKibben. I'm the writer and director of Doublespeak. Um, and I had the privilege of working with Angela um, on the film. Hi, my name is Angela Wong Carbone. Um, I'm a writer and an actor, and uh, I was very lucky to be working as an actor on Hazel's film, Doublespeak. So the the question, the first question that I kind of, first I wanted to ask, I really struggled with kind of phrasing it because it's more kind of an idea than a question. I kept like thinking, you know, is is this film something that's kind of uh, a response to the Me Too movement? Is it taking place in the post Me Too movement? I, I'm figuring I, we've seen a lot lately, kind of reactions to Me Too and and sort of how uh, the all the awareness of the past few years, how it's played out in the workplace. And um, yeah, I, I thought that your film is is really kind of grounded in the reality that 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 change and, and real progress in this kind of space is very incremental and it's challenging and it's still very much an uphill fight. Yeah. um, Well, actually, so the film is based on my own experience of reporting sexual harassment in the workplace. Um, And actually my experience took place pre me too, but I wrote the script post me too. um, And when, when I was thinking about making the film and if it was still relevant um, after me too, I feel like it, it, it only can be given that, as you said, change has been incremental. Um, and I think like there was a lot of press coverage about very high profile um, Me Too uh, moments, I guess. And this film is not about that. It's about the um, the, the stories that would not warrant that kind of, um, that kind of coverage and that kind of uh, recognition, I guess. Yeah, I one of the things that's kind of been most frustrating. I mean, as you just pointed out, a lot of these, the ones that do get press coverage, tend to be the really big cases. There was that time right after it all started, where you you'd wake up and you check the headlines and you see like you know there it seemed like every day was uh, producing something like that. But then like afterward, kind of the most frustrating thing is to like see a lot of this, and this is something that plays out in the film really well is the the idea that. Um, these kind of cases are often treated almost like a scorecard, like, well, you had this accusation here and then it's, it's always the, the butts and you, you get even, even when you're, even when you're talking with a person who seems sympathetic or whatnot, you know, there's, there's always the, the, the butt that seems to follow. It's not like, I'm sorry, this happened to you. It's like, I'm sorry, but, but sorry, my hands are clean. Like kind of a punch pilot type situation. It's very frustrating. Yeah, com- completely. Um, and I think there's just, there's like a lot of gray area in um, generationally and across gender lines about what's appropriate and what's not. And that's sort of shifting. And it um, means that there's, people feel differently about the subject. Like people watching Doublespeak, to me, it was it was sexual harassment, but it was not legally. Um, and I think I've also noticed in the reception of it that people feel differently about it. And, and that's something I kind of wanted to explore through the film while keeping it very grounded in um 
my perspective of, of that experience and also um, Emma and Angela's portrayal of that experience. Yeah, uh, Angela, I I was really uh, very impressed with your performance. I mean, just sort of reading the the description uh, and and realizing the the sort of the weight and the gravity of of the material that you're covering in a in a very short period of time, and a lot of that uh, weights on your shoulders to to give a, a performance that that conveys all of that just struggle and the inner turmoil and angst. And I thought you did just such a great job um, uh, hen- uh, portraying and. Uh, portraying all of that. Can you talk a little bit about how uh, your approach to Emma as a character? Sure. Yeah. And thank you so much. I, um, you know, I think Emma, there is, uh, there is an element of Emma in, in everyone, you know, that identifies as a woman, any, anyone, I think honestly across any identity, you can understand how, you know, when you're, when you're coming forward and standing up for yourself within a system that, you know, might be organized systemically against you, it, it requires the utmost level of, um, decorum and poise and, and strategy and being able to, um, you know, try to get, what you would like to happen out of the situation to the best of your ability. And, and I think a lot of um, the way that Emma is constructed in this film was being very cognizant of, uh, you know, the situation at hand, what she is feeling underneath and what she cannot put out in front of these people who essentially hold, you know, the keys to, the elements of her life, be it her career, her reputation, her identity, how that informs how she views herself. And so Hazel and I took a lot of time to, you know, break down all those particular elements, um, especially, you know, when we decided to add the the flashbacks and, and things like that to really be able to add all those layers of intention in um, and add all those layers of honesty into uh, what she was experiencing in the moment, because you know it's 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 not just what is happening and what is being said. It's it's um, and I think Hazel has said this in you know other statements and interviews that you know this is not just that day. It's it's a year years and years of dealing with this kind of situation that end up you know, in the film and in that experience. Um, So we just worked really hard on being able to incorporate all those particular aspects and memories into the character. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think that the well, the flashback was also very powerful from the perspective of, um, you know, I, I, I've had experience, I've been in uh, positions like this, uh, which are are, are not fun. And uh, when, when you think about like, and it, 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 the, the just the very nature of of when you have when you bring HR people in and that kind of stuff, um, they're they're really trying to sort of at best mediate the situation and then and then be also just kind of to to prevent as much damage on on their end and and what's kind of lost in the shuffle and all of that is the idea that uh, you know. You, you, you can close the matter in terms of like paperwork that then gets like filed into a, a, a cabinet, but, but there's, there's a lot of underlying uh, trauma and all sorts of other things that, that 
you know, doesn't get the same kind of uh, care. And, uh, you know, I don't want to spoil the, the back uh, half of the film uh, too. At all. Well, I don't want to spoil it at all, but the, the, the idea that like the, the, what comes next after is just, it's, it's not really skewed in favor of, uh, you know, the person who comes forth with the accusation and they, you know, obviously deserve a lot of sympathy in that regard. Yeah, totally. I think I keep thinking about the film um, as sort of the going back to work part of the situation or like, um, it's very much about the the afterwards rather than the actual harassment um, itself. So it was a, um, as Angela said, the flashbacks were, were they were a decision and um, in the edit, whether or not we were going to include them, but they felt like the, um, it felt like the best way to get to what she was feeling um, underneath the um, composed uh, surface and um, what she would have maybe wanted to say um, and what she was thinking that she couldn't in that situation. So I, I also wanted to offer, um, I watched this film with my, my partner is a, a lawyer who works in uh, employment discrimination. So this is kind of right down your wheelhouse and she's watching as the the mediators are talking and, and you, you craft a really great uh, scenario in the sense that, I mean, there's really, there's two barriers to a lot of this stuff. There's, there's, you know, the, the bar of, you know, is this a terminal, uh, is this a, an offense worthy of termination? And that's uh, somewhat subjective, but then there's also, there's legal standards that need to be applied. And, and for companies, I mean, we don't, we don't really like to uh, say like, yeah, I understand where you're coming from with this because it's ugly and, you know, you want them to do the right thing, but uh, sometimes like literally doing the right thing is maybe not in their uh, fiscal best interest. And there is, you know, that area that we all have to live in, whether we like it or not. But then there's the, you know, okay, maybe this guy doesn't really get fired, but um, there's there's a space of, you know, we got to make sure he doesn't do it again. And and is this is this a satisfying uh, resolution of that? And I think that's kind of the space that this film is way more interested in kind of exposing how, how that doesn't really play out all that well in, in reality. Yeah, um, because it, it's not the behavior was. I mean, it, it was sure inappropriate, but it was not illegal, as as I'm sure your your partner can attest. To. It's like there's no. It's very he said she said, and um, it's so specific the the burden of proof and like what needs to be. Are you a supervisor? It gets very technical, um, and ultimately, um, what I wanted from personally, what I wanted from that situation was um, an apology for the behavior to stop. And even that, um, even just admitting that for the company was um, impossible. And I think that's part of why I wanted to make the film is to, to get into that of, of why, what, what are you obligated to like do to like your fellow human being and like to make them feel good about the workplace in which they live in, uh, in, in which they operate in. And um, I didn't have that experience. And so figuring out, I, I think getting into the heads of, of the, who were the villains in my personal story, but I don't think necessarily in, in what doublespeak ended up being was super interesting to me. Uh, Angela, did, did you, you know, keep, keeping all of this in mind with your, uh, uh performance, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's the kind of thing that like, as an audience member, you want to sit there and like, you know, scream at the TV and say like, you know, this is ridiculous. And especially as the flashbacks are playing your character, I mean, to, to that, that would be a natural reaction and yet one that, you know, it wouldn't benefit your character to, uh, pl uh to, to exhibit, uh, on, on screen or, or in that scenario. 
was was it kind of a challenge to sort of sit there and and listen to all of this and not not you know want to just kind of scream about it yeah definitely i mean <laughs> it's um it it feels completely unjust and like hazel said there are so many reasons as to why this person can't even say sorry um just given the context that you know they find themselves in um i you know i have a lot of personal uh stake in this film as well you know i have my own experiences and when you get when you get to that point of things that's the most angering thing is that you know a lot of these situations are kind of stacked up against um against the victim uh but ultimately what i tried to play was um the truth of the matter that if you're in that situation you know emma as a as a woman in that situation would have to do her best to you know temper everything she's feeling and and come to terms with the demons that are haunting her be it those flashbacks or you know the people at the table that won't fight for her because they're more concerned with um you know what is at stake for the company um and just let let that live underneath the surface so that way you can steal yourself to you know keep yourself safe in that situation um it's it's kind of amazing because it's like all of those all of those flashbacks they really sit with you and you know even though it is years and years ago it's stuff that immediately bubbles to the surface when you get those triggers and so we really tried to work there were some you know takes that were more emotional and i believe um hazel and i played with that one moment where emma apologizes for not coming forward uh quickly enough i think we had you know different versions of like what was i supposed to do or um i'm sorry or what am I supposed to do? And I think the, the, the way that it came out was probably the most honest in the sense that, you know, it was really playing the situation there, all the emotions that have to be kind of covered over and um, just like, what is at stake for her personally? Yeah, I, I completely agree with um, all of that, that just the, the, the idea that, you know the you 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 kind of flip the script. It's something we saw a lot. I'm even thinking of like the the Kavanaugh hearings and all of that. The like, okay, your 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 testimony was powerful. I I'd be really on your side, but if only if only we'd had this elevator footage. Like I guess I guess that the, these 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 situations are kind of often defined by you know the the moment that somebody when faced with the opportunity of doing the right thing even if they've got like a you know credible person giving a honest account and there there is evidence some evidence of wrongdoing the second they have this off ramp it's like bye you know if only if only you'd done just a little bit better maybe you would have just it it feel it, it the whole thing makes you it, it kind of feel like a report card and it just it makes it should make everybody feel kind of dirty and i guess i could kind of pair this with uh my my next question of just the the presence of the the female supervisor who's in the room as well uh i i assume that was probably kind of a deliberate sort of uh contrast of like you know somebody who's who's probably uh can can relate at least in some level but is also now kind of invested in in the hierarchy and the management now uh you know that kind of hardens you or or hardens some people in a way that is, is really kind of ugly when you stop and think about it yeah definitely um the fem- yeah the female supervisor to me it was kind of like the 
you can you could feel that she felt for her um but it was sort of the ultimate betrayal of um like yes i can see this and maybe i've been here but um i'm too invested in um making sure that this company is um you know is running as it should be and financially secure and not um not open to any kind of like liability and um that's it it was deliberate but it was also it was again it mirrors my situation and that's that's what happened so <laughs> so that's how we made the film it also um you know it plays to that idea that there are out there are allies out there that could could come to your rescue that could come to your side and and testify for you and this is a person you know who who has probably had similar experiences just because of the universality of how things work and the fact that they don't uh, step up for you is, you know, something that we have to think about as society, uh, as a society where this happens all the time, that we have to challenge those people um, to be able to look at themselves and look at the situation and think, you know, was it worth it to, to make that choice? Yeah, so um, I had a question about kind of sort of the broader takeaways from from the film and sort of the you know where do we go next in in this this territory but i also kind of asked that with with the back of my mind something you said at the beginning of the interview which is just the idea that there are some people who 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 watched this and kind of came away uh with with different opinions about what had happened and i, I guess to me i'm still kind of processing that in the back of my mind because it's I, I feel like the choices that that you made as a director and that you made as a as an actress uh, are, are are very framed to to make people think about sort of the the complexities and the deeper and and how do we navigate these incredibly murky waters that that that, that have you know the there's right and wrong and then there's the law and there's all of that stuff that we have to take into consideration but at the same time just the idea that it's somebody is uh, coming away from that with with a different view on on poor emma i mean god it's hard to think about yeah um yeah you should check out the the comment section (laughs) um um no it's it's i think to me the film um if somebody watching it can feel what what emma's feeling what i felt what angela's portraying and and um and and see that and not want to change, be part of changing the system, um, which, I mean, like Angela was saying, like women ha- are in a positions of power and eventually I will probably be in positions as well where we, where we have to make a decision about um, like, what do you do? Like, do you protect yourself or do you help somebody else? And I think hopefully um, watching it, we can start to make um choices about helping other people, even if it potentially, um, you know, makes our lives a little more difficult. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just think, you know, I think it it does shed a light on something that, you know, when you're in that position, there are obstacles, you know, there are obstacles that are designed to, to, to deafen your voice, to, to make your situation seem, you know, not as genuine as as you have felt it experienced and i think you know even though we some in some cases you might have to soldier on i think it's it's hazel's film provides um 
you know, a place where your voice can be heard um, and a place where your experience is valid um, and possible avenues of change, which is great. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. That's a great note to end on. I think this film is, I mean, these are these are really complex topics that, that we as a nation, we as a world are, are grappling with. And there aren't easy answers, but I, I, I think that there's a lot of good that, that comes from kind of unpacking it and dealing with these things one at a time and not focusing as much on the but, but or there's nothing we can do, not necessarily focusing on the outcome, but just spending more time uh, with with listening to people and having uh, more empathy and compassion. I think that, and I think your film does such a great job of, uh, you know, just laying that all out there for the world to see. This is, this is, these are messy waters, but we need to listen more. So thank you so you know, much. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Uh, congratulations on the film. Uh, Double Speak is part of the short slate, which is on uh, January 28th. I highly recommend it. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, we will see you next time. <laughs>